I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello and welcome to the Lost Boys podcast. With you every step of the way, you've got me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. We're here because we watched season three, episode 21, which is titled Greatest Hits, which might make sense to you right now, Jack. Makes sense to me now, having now watched it, yes. Could have probably guessed it would be a Charlie episode reading the title though, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is the episode where Charlie swims down to the Looking Glass station, which isn't flooded and he doesn't die. But he gets, he's now stuck in the station with a new blonde lady. And and a brunette. Let's, and not, a brunette. let's hear it for the brunettes as well. Um, yeah, held at gunpoint. Situation... You know, not, not great. Not great. Not great. Um, what do you think, Jack? Interesting episode. A lot of setup, I feel, for the finale. It's, it's that classic, isn't it? Pre-finale setup. The pre-finale setup. We kind of got got everything ticking over. You think Charlie's going to die the whole time, and then then you think Desmond's going to sacrifice himself, and then no one dies in the end. <laughs> Very disappointing. You kind of called that midway through. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of there was there was always going to be a twist, right? Mm. And it, no one died, so that was the twist, the big twist. But it, I feel like Charlie now has to die. Right? They've wrapped his character up. I can't imagine him getting back to the beach now and having another season of on off with Claire. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. like that that boat has sailed now. So you think that he, um, the boat has sailed? It's quite, you could say it's quite ironic, mate. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's the last scene he 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 he'd have with Claire and with Hurley and, and yeah, others? Yeah, I think that's that. I think he I think he's going to die now. Whoa. Somewhere. Okay. Or there'll be like some hostage situation, and he'll he's going to sacrifice himself surely soon because he wants to see Claire. He wants Desmond's vision of Claire and Aaron getting off the island in the helicopter to come true. I mean, his vision could still come true. He's still down there. Mm. There's still a flashing light somewhere. Mm. You know, just because two ladies have shown up with guns doesn't mean that's not going to happen. And it's not flooded like Juliet said. Ben said it was, which is a shocker. Ben lied. Mm. Yes, added to the list. Um, yeah. Who, who are they, though? Or those ladies? Yeah, that's the big yeah. question, isn't it? It is a big question. Um, yeah, I like this episode. I feel <laughs> like it's like everyone mucks in, you know? Every- Everyone's there. Everyone's doing their thing. Rose and Bernard are there. Bernie's back. Bernie's back. Rose well, is back. Rose is bloody back. First appearance together all season. Wow. It's because they had very, very busy schedules outside of Lost. We had 20 episodes without them. We did. Bernie's been in it though, isn't he? Yeah, Bernie's been Bernie in it. Bernie, just roseless. Roseless, um, that's 20, 20 episodes too many. Mate, it really is. But when, you, when, you, when she comes on screen, it is like a... <sighs> She's all right. Like, you're just like a, things are fine now. But have they brought her back to kill her? To kill Rose. Yeah. Well, she's no longer staying behind now. She's not staying behind. She's going, Jin's staying behind though. <sighs> Please. Man. Why must they split up Sun and Jin? We're, we're jumping ahead, aren't we? We're yeah, jumping we're, we're jumping all over the place right now. Um, this is a great setup episode. Perhaps one of the best pre-finale setups there is in Lost. I can only think of one other one that I love as much. Um, yeah, and it's just really good interplay between the characters. Let's start off with the opening scene. Um, where uh, Jack leads everyone to clearing in the jungle, and they blow up the tree, and they blow up a tree <laughs> um, to pr- to to you know show his power, show the point that that they're going to blow up the others once and for all. It's just about having an explosion on screen, is it? It's so unnecessary. Like all they had to do was go, "We've got this dynamite. Show him a <laughs> stick of dynamite." Instead of wasting it. Blowing up a tree. Like, also, why did they have that tree rigged up if they're just going to rig up everything else? I mean, there's like, Jack was like, you know what? It'd be really dramatic. <laughs> to Russo, who we now know why she was in the Black Rock getting done. We now know, yeah. Uh, it's because she had a little, little bitty plan with Jack. Uh, it reminds me of when uh, Mr. Friendly first introduced himself and had all the flames yeah. around everyone and it just had to be really dramatic and everyone's like, woo! It's the same thing. And like, Jack's just got a bit of a passion for, for flair, yeah. apparently. Makes good television. It's come out of nowhere, this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
it is on a, there's a few unnecessary moments in this episode we'll yeah. get to one later because it occurs near the end of the episode there are a few moments where you're like you that mm, no especially with the dynamite um you know quite loud quite loud could attract yeah. could attract strangers yeah you know anyway also, it's a great moment though yeah it's it's fun it's a bit silly jack is back i still don't i don't know there's something about jack which is just annoying really he's quite um i'm the leader or you've wanted me to lead let me lead i'm telling you it's going this way yeah um for a lot of the episode but i like that jack you said last week that jack has been kind of um uh quite vacant not really there yeah um and he hasn't been he's been kind of been his his big moments have been pl- been played off screen we've not seen them we've been kept from them which makes this moment where he's like back and he's ready to kill the people he spent a week with who everyone thought that he might have like teamed up with but he's like gonna like murder him it's quite, it just feels like a lot to suddenly murder them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but are you forgetting how, how you, we need reminders every now and then how bad the others can be? I know they can be. I know because we have that little incident with Ben, you know, a quick flash of Ben being an arse. <laughs> but it's, the thing is, like, it's only really him who seems to be evil. Like, I kind of like most of the other, other, well, I mean, they did commit mass genocide as well. Um, yeah, like Rich is all like, no, no, no. It's like, you were complicit in genocide. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, it just feels, it feels a bit much for Jack to be like, let's kill everyone. But maybe he knows that now. Maybe he knows about the genocide through Juliet. Oh, what? You think there's a twist that Jack knows something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He must think they're really awful to just blow them up. Do you just not think he's done <sighs> with them coming and trying to abduct them? Yeah, I guess. It it just feels like a lot. I don't know. No, I think they deserve to die. If they're going to come and kidnap pregnant women, I think that's a... that's a. Mm, I mean, deserve to die. I, I don't condone death. I don't condone... That's don't what murder. I mean. You don't condone death, but Jack's condoning it. Yeah, because in the context of the show, it kind of makes sense to want to <laughs> kill them, no? I don't know. No one's raising an issue. I find Apart it... Apart from you. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe <laughs> Even it's Claire's like, murder them. Murder him. Just kill him. Just kill him. It's just a lot of death. Yeah, well. I want them all to just like, you know, buddy up. Just chill out. It's bit. not the real world, Jack. I know. I know. That doesn't happen. Doesn't They're happen just going to have to kill him. Doesn't happen in loss, which is the real world. <laughs> so, don't know why I made two separate points there. No. It's all real. It's all. <laughs> this happened. This Did is I just want? the History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> a really elaborate documentary series. <laughs> yeah. Um... I think this episode does a really great job of merging the um, the two running storylines, running storylines being the others and Charlie and Desmond. Um, there's a really good job of merging them. Yeah. Which you obviously need to happen. Yeah, you do think, to begin with, or at least I thought I was this rescue mi- mission Saeed's on, because mm. he's really hounding at home. They, you know, there's a signal blocking our radio getting out and it is like dude they're coming <laughs> like just go, go with that plan like you could do that later you've already been waiting 90 days yeah you can wait one more just chill I lo- <laughs> yeah i love when he gets like quite short with jack a few times yeah, he does yeah he's really re- he's like but i can get us home it's like dude i completely get where jack's coming from actually just being like chill it's like he, he finds that radio thing that naomi brings and he, he just loses his head we need to talk about naomi's phone not now you're angry, I doubt it. You'll be happy to make a sincere apology later, but now we have a Look, I'm a little bit busy right now, Saeed. And I'm trying to get us off this island, Jack. Yeah. So, must do this. But I mean, it all works out in his favour when Carl arrives um, and explains that the others have moved up their plan to come and then Saeed's like, great, we can all do this together. You know, you can. they were originally going to what? wire the... Um, they were going to rig it to explode, which is quite quite nifty. Well, rig the tents. Initially, yeah. The tents but now they, uh, they need active shooters, don't they, to, to fire from afar the dynamite when the others come near to the tents. Yeah. Um, but they also need Jack to lead everyone away. And they need to get Charlie to swim down, flip the switch, to unjam the signal that's blocking Russo's signal at the radio tower so they can contact the boat offshore. I mean, it's, it's all to play for right now. It's all to play for. It's exciting. It's big. So it's going to be a big finale. 
it's quite a small one, actually. Uh, <laughs> um, should we talk about Charlie's Greatest Hits? Let's talk about Charlie's Greatest Hits. I like this. It's an unconventional flashback uh, structure. It is. I also, first off, like that Naomi thinks he's like the big famous rock star who's had this Greatest Hits album and stuff like that. That's like a nice little touch that he's... It's nice that he's like... One hit wonder. Like, what songs they put on that great as it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the flipping. It's like the lead singer of the the Hoosiers ending up on an island, and then <laughs> song going. Yeah, release greatest hits. Fuck off! They release the greatest hits. What greatest hit? Anyway, who? Did, what song did the Hoosiers do? Come on, we should know this. Goodbye, Mister A. Good. Yeah. Oh, I remember that Goodbye, song. Goodbye, Mister A. I knew it all along. Just wanted to delay the answer to make it seem like I didn't. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Big um, tune, though. That would be on their greatest hits. That would be. They'd have another one called Worried About Ray, I think. I feel, Those sound... Yeah, they sound very similar when you say the song title. Ray. Like, Goodbye, A. Mr. A. And Maybe just, there's something in that. Maybe that was their plan. But they just wanted songs to go A. Yeah, Ray. Ray. A. Ray. Sing. You know what's in the, the title of this episode? Away. Grey, just hit. Nice, kind of. Try and link it back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love these five flashbacks. I think they're great. Um, And they build to a very poignant reveal at the end because Charlie writes down every memory that we see. Um, So let's go through them. (laughs) Let's go through them. Let's go through them. Charlie's five greatest moments of his life. (laughs) In a one. (laughs) In that one, we have him hearing himself on the radio for the first time. That's at number five. Thank you. We're going... Oh, it's at number five. So we're going top. Oh, yeah, obviously, Claire. Th- this one. is why you couldn't do Top of the Pops, mate. You would not. In that be... one, we have Jacob. It's no... This reminds me. Can I tell an anecdote? Is there other room for an... room? We can, have a, we can have a quick one. So I'm sorry, listener. If you don't like anecdotes, you just want to get back to Lost Chat. Forward this by, I'm going to say, uh, 50 seconds. Oh, long, long. Uh, so um, I was head boy at school, my secondary school. And, get you, um, mate. <laughs> as part of it, I um, decided that we were going to do like a summer talent show um, that I would host uh, with someone else um, who of my that I w- was in school with. Um, anyway, we hosted like it was like an X Factor American Idol style thing where we had auditions for people at school. Posters were up. People came. We were on the judging panel. We it was really funny and it was quite fun. But then we did it. It was a charity thing. Um, so then we kind of selected the contestants and then we hosted this thing where like parents could come. It was like a huge thing at the school and they still do it to this day. We like started off something. Wow. Anyway, I'll never forget, there was like five people who had to perform. We had some people doing comedy, including my best mate, Scott. We had uh, a singer. That, was... that sounds like he only got it because he, he was mm, your mate. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we had singers. We had all sorts. We had someone doing um, like this, this interpretive dance. It was very, very good. Very great. Um, and then we kind of voted. Everyone like voted and we handed it in. We counted it up or whatever. Anyway, me and the um, girl presented with, we only went and announced fourth place as the winner, didn't we? Fourth place is the winner. <laughs> did you stick to it? I just did what I did now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had to, but then it, everyone was like booing because they clearly hadn't won. It was Scott. I've got to say, it was my best mate, Scott, and he wasn't happy about it. Um, did you have to take it away from him? Yeah, and give it to the real winner. Oh my God, this is like Moonlight La La Land <laughs> level. <laughs> I mean, mate, you think my Moonlight La La Land was bad? St. Thomas More talent show of 2007 was even worse. Oh, outrageous. So I've just done it here with Charlie's Greatest Hits again. You're a fucking mum. Can't stop me. Never getting you to announce anything. No. I just get so excited about the announcing, you know? <laughs> so excited. In a number about one, it. number one. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, in a, in a number five. I'd be a terrible pub quiz host. Um, yeah. In a number five, we have. What I said before, they're hearing the song on the radio for the first time. There's nothing much to say about this scene. I like it. It's good. There's a good close-up of a wheel. Yeah. Very <laughs> rainy. Very They wet. mentioned Clitheroe. You get a few good mentions of British towns here um, and cities. Manchester, they mentioned the Night and Day Bar, which is a real bar. You been there? No. Not a true loss. Barely been mate. to Manchester, if I'm honest. No, I've never been. Been once. Um, and it rained like that scene. If I'm honest with you, it was really rainy. Anyway, we're really going off on tangents here. So Simon um, Pace is the name of Charlie's father. We kind of get this sense that 
Charlie hasn't had a good relationship with him in other flashbacks. Have we moved on to number four? Number four, which is Dad teach me to swim at Butlins. Now, I just love that Butlins gets a little mention in Lost. Butlins shit all. So, should we tell American listeners what Butlins is? It's it's like Disneyland minus all the fun. <laughs> yeah, there's no rides. There's no Disney characters walking around. It's like... But it's a big place that everyone goes on, like, in the summer. Kids go to, like, little, little like, fun camp things within it, and parents go and get pissed. Yeah, and there's, like, there's a swim... The big thing is, there's a swimming pool, right? Mm. And then in the evenings, they have, like, entertainment, like, I don't know, like, comedians. Karaoke. And karaoke, yeah. And it's just shite. So, and I ran it, though. I went there when I, I was 11... <laughs> Um, and I honestly fell in love with one of the Redcoats. And we should talk about the Redcoats. Those are the people who work at Butlins, right? Yeah. They wear red coats, and they call them Redcoats. And you see one in the background of this scene, and that is not a real Butlin Redcoat, I've got to say. <laughs> that really isn't a Butlin Redcoat. Anyway, I fell in love with a Redcoat called Natalie, and then I asked if I could be her pen pal, and I wrote her a letter, and she never wrote back. Oh, mate. I was 11. But maybe she just gave you the wrong address. Maybe you got something wrong. I think she just, obviously, if I'm not writing to an 11-year-old boy. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that was it. She didn't want to go to jail. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, yeah, it was pretty U-rated. This is, this is 100% something that um, Dominic Monaghan must have given us an idea to put in Butlins. The Butlins, yeah. Yeah, because I think, yeah. I, I feel like Damon... I I hope I hope Damon's never been to Butlins. I feel like we should. Um, I want to interview Damon at Butlins. Interview Damon at Butlins. Uh, to be honest, he didn't write this episode. It was um, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis who wrote this episode, and they strike me as two lads who've never been to Butlins. No, I doubt they've been to Butlins. But you know, this scene's very funny. <sighs> you like it? Why is this scene funny? You tell Jake? me. No, you tell me why. Because <laughs> Charlie's dad. Yeah, sounds just... Charlie. <laughs> Charlie! He sounds just like fat bastard. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Jump in. I'm gonna catch you, boy. No, she's just going to back away. Don't be daft. Jump in. No. I promise, Charlie. I'm gonna catch you. <laughs> no, he won't. Zip it, you. Don't listen to your brother. Just jump on in. <laughs> I love it. Doesn't he? <laughs> You're swimming, Charlie. Yeah, he does, yeah. doesn't he? You're swimming, Charlie. You're, sw- you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard. Yeah, that's funny. Which we should use as a moment to pimp out your Austin Powers 2 special piece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did a 20th anniversary interview with the director and a few cast members and wrote about um, Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Read and it on the indie. You can read on the independent website. And um, the director, Jay Roach, texted me and said he loved it, which was amazing. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, which was a real moment. I'm glad he has your number. That's sick. It's so sick. We play, um, there's a game, 25 to 1, that me and Jack sometimes play. I play it with a lot of friends where you, it's a dare game. And if you, long story short, if you lose, you have to do the dare. And at Glastonbury, one of them was call Jay Roach. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, hey, 18. And, and it didn't happen, thankfully. But I would have called him. Play, Jay. I went Glastonbury. No, he's, he's directed that Fox News film with Nicole Kidman at the minute. Has <laughs> so, he? <laughs> yeah, like, he's on the set of that. So, anyway, uh, there's a little moment in, in this scene where Charlie's about to jump in the pool when you hear someone in the background go, Desmond, come on. Oh. And it launched a little idea that maybe. Um, Young Desmond was, I don't know, Desmond was there in a flash. Weird, but funny. Obviously nothing, but... Next one, number three. In a number three. In a number three. We have Liam giving me the drive shaft touring in Uh, Finland at Christmas. Something like that. The drive shaft ring. The drive shaft ring, which we have seen before, and Charlie talks about it, and he mentions that it was at the World Tour, and he got it in Finland. In the very first episode, he sent it to Kate. Oh, nice. Bit so, of bringing it around. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Jack. I did say that I wasn't sure if we'd seen it before. And but I knew we going to say it. We haven't seen those two girls from row two before. We haven't seen the girls from row two before. Legends. That is Charlie putting, having 
two girls in his bedroom on his on his greatest hits. On his greatest hits, yeah, very funny. I uh, I got got to thinking actually in this episode because Charlie and Claire have a smooch and it's the first time they kiss. Yeah, and it's quite refreshing to have a love love interest where it's not about sex. It's not about that with them two. It's more of a emotional thing. Yeah, it's borderline platonic. Yeah, I think it's getting to the stage. I mean, if you know he does stay alive, I do think that they would get together. If they stay alive, if he yeah. stays alive, if. Oh, he's not though, is he? Oh, you never know. In a number two. Wait there. Oh, I'm not finished boring. talking about the Finlands thing. <laughs> Liam's quite jokes, is what I was going to say. <laughs> I think Liam's quite jokes. He's a. Uh, just quite, when he runs, he's like, ho, 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 baby brother. <laughs> it's just quite funny. I quite like it. <laughs> baby brother. I know. Um, but it's quite tragic when he goes on about how he, why he's giving him the ring, which is a family heirloom of their grandfather called, great-grandfather called Dexter Stratton. So DS, drive shaft, Dexter Stratton. We didn't need that context, but we got it, and I like that. But he gives it to him for what reason? Do you remember? Because he thinks he's going to die at before 30 and he thinks Charlie's going to live this great innocent life and it happens the other way around that you know he's the one who moves to Australia and has a family and Charlie does have a family a weird family now mm. yeah he tells Aaron he loves him which is really cute that is cute it's cute and Claire's you were saying in this uh, during this episode that they've done a really good job of Charlie this season they have they have brought I mean as Anyone who's listened to this podcast knows. We yeah. I yeah. fell fell out of love with Charlie. I mean, I never really liked Charlie that much. <laughs> and he is like, I'm still not I'm not sad that he's gonna I mean, I think the fact that every single time we've recorded like the last five episodes, I'm like, Charlie's gonna die. Like, I'm quite excited <laughs> to see him die. You're really convinced he's dying, aren't you? He's gotta die. Mm. But, yeah, no, but but he he yeah. This season has them electing to kind of Put Charlie in the heart of this storyline where his death seems inevitable has been a real masterstroke for his character. Like it, it, it's yeah, turned his character around no end because season one towards the end and season two he is not the greatest. No, love you, Dom. We still love you, Dom. Great work. We do love Dom. You come back, came back around in this. He, but he's never been bad. That's the thing. He's a good actor, I think. Yeah, his character, it was just really, really annoying. And then slowly but surely kind of become like a normal human being. Yeah. It's like Meryl Streep in Big Little Lies season two. Cannot bear her. And someone asked me, is she good now? I was like, no, she's awful. I was like, no, 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 sorry, backtrack. The character is awful. I hate her, but Meryl Streep is terrific. You know? Did you like Big Little Lies season two? Big Little's. Yeah, I, love it. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Really watchable. Oh, very good. But this ain't Big Little Lies, boys, is it? It's not. <laughs> That's a mouthful, isn't it? Big Little Lies, boys. Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue better than you think, say it. Big Little Lies, boys. No, not for you. For me, I do well. Big Little Lies, boys. Big Little Lies, boys. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, because I said it in your way. <laughs> I said it with enthusiasm. <laughs> I've gotten really sidetracked. In a number two. Woman calling me a hero in Covent Garden. <laughs> Not any woman. Not any woman and definitely not Covent Garden. <laughs> definitely not Covent Garden. <laughs> <laughs> not any woman. I had to point this out to you again. This is the second time we've seen Nadia um, outside of Iraq and you've not, you've not realised it's her. Look, I just don't understand how she's getting around. Not in that way, but, you know, she's gone from... <laughs> going to say, it's a bit from, rude. Gone from Iraq to LA, now to London... How's yeah. she doing this? She's clocking up them air miles, isn't she? Yeah, she is. How is she doing it? How has she got all this money? No one decides finding it so hard to find her. <laughs> you get to a country and she's bloody moved somewhere. <laughs> nah. um, yeah, good question. But she is in London, in an alley. That definitely isn't in Covent Garden. And she's getting mugged by the knife man, who's, got, who's holding a knife. And then he runs away when Charlie whacks him with his guitar case. We should also say Charlie is singing Wonderwall again. And it is, it is a double of the scene in which Desmond sees him busking. Yeah, and he's singing it badly again. He sings it incorrectly, yeah. Yeah, he gets it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely wrong. Do you reckon oh. it's something to do with the fact they weren't allowed to sing it right? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to know. I know. Also, like, I mean, cl- such a cliche of a busker, isn't it? Wonderwall. 
So baskers in general, unless they're very good, aren't my favourite. And any baskers sings Oasis, I would never give money to. You know what? You know what's become the go-to song this summer. This is something I've noticed. Everyone's doing Despacito, but they're not like singing it. Like I've seen so many people playing like violins or like on the banjo. Or every time I walk through Central London, someone's playing Despacito. Despacito. There was someone playing it on like a flute. It's become the new like Lizzo. Is this year's Wonderwall? Despacito. This is right. It's all about the um, the one-worded. Uh, Big tune. How many letters? I wonder if they've only got the same amount of letters. That's syllables, mate. That's syllables, not letters. Um, No, they're not going to be... No. You never know. D-E-S-P-A-C-I-T-O. Nine letters. What's Wonderwall? Oh, wait. W-O-N-D-E-R-W-A-L-L-10. Let's call it Despacite. Um, also Wonder noticed wow. on a massive side note, but it's not a side note. Charlie was busking, and Charlie would have definitely enjoyed this. Um, they're now um, buskers now have the card machines. Inter- in uh, you can just tap on, but I mean, how much? Like, how do you do? It? It's awkward if you just stand there. You put in a little price. I've never seen a tap. Yeah, on mate, Leicester Square. There's a um, there's a busker with the little card tender. That's outrageous. I know. Anyway, like, how do you even do that? Do you just have a set amount on there, or do you like? Do they have to type in the number? I think you have to type or? in the number. You do it. It's like, it's like pointed outwards. That's so weird. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, Charlie right. puts away his guitar in the rain and there's a sticker on it that says, I was here moments ago. And people think that's a nice little reference to Desmond and Charlie and the flashes. Probably is. Probably. Um, number one, the night I met you. So dun, 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 he's giving the note to Claire. Um... And he puts it in Desmond's pocket before he dives in to his, what he thinks is his death. Um, and we see a little flashback, don't we, of, um, with reused footage from the pilot episode of the night Charlie meets Claire after the plane crash. Yeah. Lovely. There was something you said about this scene. Was there? You know, there was something you said about this scene, yeah. I said that her voice sounds weird. Yeah, and I always think this whenever I watch it. Always. It does sound weird, though, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe she's just down about the fact she was just in a plane crash. I think she's just got a cold. Yeah. As in the actress. I don't know why Claire would suddenly have a cold <laughs> that quickly. Emily. But she does cold. sound weird though, don't you? Yeah. Do you reckon she was like, they? she was just trying to play a bit differently to the... Charlie. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I guess. Um. So... Yeah. This is that's the, those are the greatest hits. Those Them's are the, the greatest breaks. hits. Um, the, Charlie's plan is to swim down. So Desmond has a vision, and he's as he said before, he sees Claire and Aaron getting on a helicopter and leaving the island. But for that to happen, he has to swim into the looking glass and flip a switch um, that will unblock the signal. So initially, it all kind of clocks into place, and Jack says, "Yeah, you can do that." Um, but he says to Jack something. He says to Jack, "He can hold his breath for four minutes." Number. So two things. One, that is a num- number watch. It's just crept up on us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first that's number watch, then... What? What What else? What was the other thing? No, we're doing number watch oh, first, doing number watch, Yeah, we're going. <laughs> we're <laughs> stuck, in, stuck into number watch, Christ. mate. You're joking. Number watch. Charlie said he hadn't been in a fight since he was... Eight years old, baby. Wow. He was not the first, not the second, not the third, but the fourth person to pass by the alleyway when Nadia was getting mugged. The radio volume in the van is set to level 23. Nice. When the song starts playing on the radio. And that concludes this week's number watch. But the second thing is in season one episode five white rabbit do you remember joanna god fucking hell now we never meet joanna we see her screaming in the ocean for help as boone goes out to save her and jack has to come out and save boone and then this joanna drowns to death right charlie's the one who alerts the jack to the fact that joanna's out or someone's out there and he says jack i can't swim which now we know is a complete lie he can swim. Yeah. 
But also, he says he can hold his breath for four minutes and Jack doesn't remember that he said he can't swim. Is that a mistake or is that... I don't know. I feel like that's a question for Damon. In Butlands. In Butlands. <laughs> when we get Damon down to Butlands on Ollie Bobs, yeah. we'll ask him. That's what we're going to do. So we're going to do. Charlie says he can't swim, but he can swim. But Damon. he can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the so he has a really emotional final scene with Claire. I think it's a really well acted and well played. It is a nice scene. It's nice, and with Turnip Head, um, and he um, leaves the ring behind. He does. <sighs> but he also has a final scene with Hurley. Also, a nice scene. Who is his best friend essentially on the island? Um, Oh, it's Hurley's lovely, isn't he? He just doesn't want to go trekking for the jungle. He doesn't want to hide. He just wants to bloody do wants something. To do something. I heard. I heard what you're doing. I want to come with. Everyone, they're all going to the radio tower. I'm sick of trekking and, you know, explosions. I think I can help you guys out. I'm a, I'm a really good paddler. Yeah, if I was him, I would probably, what do you do? I'd probably like walk like 45 minutes up the beach and just like sit there while it all blew over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'd protect the women and children. Well, yeah, but they but we've got Saeed, Bernie and Jin on that. Oh, well, they're doing they're doing the thing down the beach. You got to lead, you got to be with them. Oh, Jack's doing that. Yeah, well, where where does Scott fit? Scott? Yeah. Scott's dead. Scott's dead. Steve. What do you mean, where does Steve fit? Well, where is he? <laughs> Your mind just, just drifted back there, isn't it? To Scott, you missed him. <laughs> I was just thinking, no, I was thinking like, who would, be, who would we be the equivalent on this island, right? Scott and Steve. Yeah, it's true, it's true, it's true. Paolo and Nikki. Scott and Steve, Jack and Jacob. It writes itself. And like you would, you would be definitely be dead first. So it would be me. Yeah, like, be where dead. would I be? I don't like. So where's Scott? I'd be with him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be dead then, mate. Uh, I get your point. I get your point. Um, so th- we've got season three uh, mania right now. We're just flipping, going We're mental, all over the place. We're all over the shop. Um, I think it, I'm putting down to excitement over the finale, the impending finale. I feel so, like this is a hard episode to talk about. Well, it is very set up. Um, maybe I'm trying to derive things where there aren't. Um, you did say where did Saeed get the documents from that had the looking glass blueprints on it. And yeah. I can answer that question for you right now. Um, he got that from the flame station. He got loads of documents from the flame station. Oh, before it blew up? Before it blew up. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I do remember that. Stole. Loads of stuff. Um, so that answers that one. Carl arrives to for, tell everyone, fill everyone in um, on the other's plan and we see in flashback form what happened six hours ago. Um, Michael Emerson steals the show in about 30 seconds. Great fucking scene. Really good scene. That subtext of, where's Locke? Here's your gun back. Yeah. And then, and then he tells them that they got to go kill the kill our gang now. Go get the pregnant. Kill anyone who gets in the way. Get them all. Richard's there. Yeah, he's not happy about it. He's weirded out. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm. He says Jacob said to do it. It's like you can't just throw the J word around, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just throw that name. That name's sacred. He's liberal with it. He is. He uses Jacob for a lot of things. Oh, anyway, and Jacob's ben. not even real. Well. We yeah. don't find out anything about that, do we? It's just, just. <laughs> I mean, we're where's Locke? We're moving on now. We're moving on quickly. So, Alex runs and um, we've to a hidden area where Carl was hiding. Um, he doesn't get his rabbit. She's skinning rabbit for him. She doesn't get the rabbit. He doesn't get the rabbit. She says, "You've got to go and you've got to tell them, warn them, because you owe them." She questions her parentage as well, doesn't she? She does question her parentage. So we know. I mean. She's not Ben's daughter, right? Well, she's Rousseau's daughter. She's daughter, yeah, Rousseau's daughter, but she can't also be Ben's. And that would be a big twist. Because how does that work? Because Rousseau had her off the island. Well, what? No, Rousseau arrived pregnant, didn't she? She did. That's weird. Then how did that work? What do you think? Maybe him and Rousseau had sex, and then no, no. What do you mean? Okay. No, because then they could have pretended that she was 
her his daughter. Well, the you others, I mean? the others obviously kidnapped her. Yeah, but that means if she arrived on the island pregnant, then they should surely know because of all the childbirth stuff, people dying in childbirth. But we know that if you have if you're pregnant before, you can come onto the island and you have birth there, then you're okay. Yeah. So I guess she's like Ben's pet project or something. Mm. Kind of because they must have stolen her straight mm-hmm. away, like they stole, tried to steal Claire's to baby. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's that, which that's is cool. But anyway, horrible. Carl arrives and he 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 like immediately rats out Juliet, and and I love that moment because Juliet's, oh, is she good now? What are you thinking? I'm pretty I'm pretty on board with Juliet now. I think she's she's obviously I think she's doing good. I mean, she's she's opened up to everyone. So what? You think she's good now? She opened up to Jack before it happened, before the tape got given back yeah. to the group. So I'm guessing she's good, yeah. Okay, because I'm so bored, tired of, of, of having to be like, she might be bad, she might be good. Yeah, she's good, right? She's good, I love her. She's brilliant. She's the best. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. I'm honestly, I'm so bored. I mean, like, oh, is she bad? Yeah, she's, no, she's lovely. She's not lovely. She's not lovely. But she's funny. She's a good presence in this TV show. She's quite... Yeah, she's a good character. Strong, strong presence. Really good. You trust him? You don't trust me? What about her? She's a spy. She's supposed to mark the tents of the pregnant women with white rocks so they can take them. They know, Carl. But thanks. She's doing better than Kate. Kate, what's Kate doing these days? So Kate's like, oh, Jack, here we go again. It's like, Kate, you love it. You absolutely love it. Kate's so boring right now. She just loves it. Oh, leave her alone. Kate's had a bad season. Yeah, but you said that last season. You probably said that in season one, Jack. Oh, I really want to like Kate as a character. I find it really hard to like her. Just because she's so annoying. No, I don't think she's... She can be annoying, but she's got redeeming qualities. Yeah, but she should be... She should be great. She should just be like likable and i don't know i feel like her her arc is just i don't know what it's doing you know her and i don't like that the her and jack stuff Mm. the love story there and whatever just doesn't work for me so i think that doesn't help the character like that's one i don't like jack is when they pull on that string yeah when they try and hammer that i like it i like her and sawyer just get just do that. That's but fine. I think there's something to be said about the fact that Kate isn't the most likable, but like, it, it, she doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be likable, but she also doesn't have to be fucking annoying and just kind of like ratting out the rest. Like, I think it's from the other episode where she ratted out the game. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That's still, I'm still feeling it. That's the, that's the last thing Kate did of any importance. So you don't find her compelling in any way? What's, what's she done recently? She's not even said like, oh, I'm a hardened criminal who could probably shoot a gun really well. Well, she like, wants to be with Jack and Sawyer, doesn't she? Yeah, so she's just disappeared. What's Sawyer doing as well? All these... Well, Sawyer is... It, let's not forget, Sawyer's going through something, I think, after killing yeah, true. Cooper. Like he, I think Sawyer... Think about it. He's killed the person he always wanted to kill. You probably would be a bit like, what now, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, okay... So here's the point. He's had that to do this season. Like, that's a big thing. And it's yeah. been part of his character. Yeah. Like, Locke's gone off and done his own thing. Uh, Jack's kind of been away with the, doing stuff with Juliet. Mm. Kate has kind of been in this weird stage where there's not been nothing which she's done that's been like, wow, that's really made an effect on the island other than have sex with Sawyer. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah. I think that's why. It's like... I would rather, I just want her to feel, I want it, something to happen in like her past or something really interesting that suddenly links her back into the island, into like the weirdness of it. Because everyone else seems to be, have all these like connecting tissues. Mm. Like Sawyer's attached to Locke through, you know, real Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate doesn't have that at the moment. Yeah, no, I see, I, you are right. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I, I think... Um, I like her and I let her off with mm. things because I like her and I love I love Evangeline's performance of her. Evangeline does a really good job of what she's got. Yeah. I just think it's just been really hard. They've kind of, they've thrown her into situations like they had her tied up with Juliet, which has kind of come to not very much now. Yeah. 
they had her like on the other side of the island where like her and Sawyer escaped. Mm. And I guess her wanting to come back to save Jack. Mm. But at the same time, like that was just, it was annoying because it was tied to that, like her relationship with Jack. With Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure you're going <clears> to, <throat> I don't think Kate's ever going to be your favourite character. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year anniversary since our interview with Angie Lily. A year. It's a year. Um, so yeah, I think that ties up all the um, all the stuff on the, on the uh, at the beach camp. Let's just say it's going to be a, a dramatic uh, you know, showdown. The others are coming is, again. Is Jin going to survive? Oh, Jin and Son, why did they split them up? That's I what think I mean. did I audibly sigh when you really did you sigh? Find your third shooter, Jin. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Even none of oh, why? It is like one of those three is going to die, right? Okay. Let's I, move I on. feel like there's going to be death this season let's, before the end. Let's move on. There's got to be one of them. I think, I think right now, because obviously we're getting to the season finale. Like, we are at the season finale. We're at the season finale. We are about to watch the season three finale. So someone, some people are going to die, right? I'm not saying anything. Okay, right. Well, I think people are going to die. Like, people who are safe, Kate, Jack, Sawyer, Steve, like, everyone over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Fair. Apart from maybe Naomi. We've got Naomi in the mix now, don't we? Yeah, I don't like Naomi. She really barely had anything to do, mate. Give her a chance. She didn't even recognise uh, Charlie's accent, being a Mnuchin. Mancunian. Manchunian. Manushian. Manushian. Manchurian. He is Manushian scale. Because he's a hobbit. Yeah, but there's a lot of that. He could be from Burnley. He could be from, uh, what's it called? What's that place outside? Scunthorpe. Yeah, but if he if he was the famous one who had that song going all the way around, you'd think she would have recognised his she place owned... or something. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, she's maybe not safe. Charlie's definitely not safe. Yeah. Desmond's safe. So what do you think Desmond's... It was, so let's talk about Charlie and Desmond. They're in the outrigger boat that Carl bought to the island. Very handy. Very handy. Uh, and they've used the cable that Saeed found all the way back in season one. And they've swam out and they've had a bit of a back and forth. And Desmond says, well, maybe it's a test for me. Maybe I am the one who needs to die. Or, you know, maybe I'll have better chance than you. And for a minute, we're led to think that is Des, Desmond will do that. And then Charlie just knocks him out. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second unnecessary thing. If he hit him and it didn't work, it would have been so awkward. <laughs> Ow. What'd you do that for, brother? You know, it would have been awkward. Brother? Just be like, no, I'm doing this. I think Desmond would understand. Yeah. I don't think Desmond really wants to swim down there. No. Also, I mean, we were talking about Charlie's last word. If he had died then, <laughs> his last word would have been, brother. Which I guess would link back quite ni- nicely to his brother, Liam. Yeah, I guess, but he's not. Do- it's like he's doing it as a joke against Desmond. His final line would have been him mocking the guy he just knocked unconscious. That's so true. My favorite, my, fa- my last word would be lost. <laughs> Joking. I'm, I'm. I don't want to talk about last words. That's too much. Your last words. That's too much. Dying on your family bed. Saf comes around. Just do one thing for me. Don't get. Lost. No, it would be watch last because she still lost. bloody won't have watched watch it. Watch last. <laughs> um, May this be my legacy. My legacy. Oh, God. Watch last. <laughs> There's an air of inevitability about this episode that I don't like. Like, you do feel like Charlie. I, I completely know what you mean. Like, when I was watching it with you, I was like, Charlie is 100% going to die in the next episode. And these scenes of him with people for the last time is really... He is like an original character. Yeah. So it is like... Losing one of the family, as it were. This is giving him, like, a heavy send-off. Like, it is quite heavy-handed. Yeah. It's super heavy You are a hero! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, that scene... I didn't like that scene. That's my that's my least favourite of those five greatest hits. It feels quite forced. It does feel forced. Like, you're a hero. You t- t- Three other people went past. You know, it's just like, oh... Gave us a good it's number a watch, though, didn't it? It gave us a number watch, It's yeah. a few. I, um... Yeah, so Charlie, um, there's a, the, on the last podcast with Damon and Carlton, they actually answered a question that you had, which was you were mocking him for keeping his jeans on when he di- when he dived in. Yeah. Um, now, as well as keeping his shoes on and giving us that banging shot off the van, which I did buy vans back in 2004, 
because of Charlie floating up. So I, I love that particular scene. It's because he thought it would weigh him down more. So he'd get to the bottom quicker. Charlie's a fucking idiot. I don't think that's a bad idea. But what do you mean? That's, why wouldn't you take them off so you can swim better? But he just needs to get down. Yeah, I know, but you could kick faster down, couldn't you? Yeah, I guess. And you wouldn't have so much drag. Like, the water, would they would just drag you back, surely. All right, Michael Phelps, Jesus. It's just, why, why, why don't divers wear jeans then? <laughs> he makes a good point. Um, <laughs> that was a that's silly another point. thing for Damon. That wasn't my point, that was Damon and Carlton. We'll put, I'm going to put that to list, Damon down, down in Butlins. So, who else do you think will die if, if, if Charlie as well? well Ch- Charlie's yeah. going to die, and then you've got the three boys. Okay, so who do you reckon is most expensive out of them three? I mean, I mean, you can't have two. Well, you could have two major deaths. That would be huge, though. If they killed e- Saeed, I don't think he's going to die. Mm. I think he's the least likely. Then Jin's the least likely. Then Bernie. Bernie. Because they brought Rose and Bernie back for this scene. Like, why would they make Bernie suddenly a really good shot if something bad wasn't going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think well, that's, that's like, it, unless if he doesn't die, then I would argue that they probably should have put Kate in there. Mm-hmm. Jack would never let, let Kate stay. No. And if Kate stayed, Soy would have stayed. Oh, I would have made it a bit more interesting, I guess. It's a bit smooth. It's all a bit smooth, isn't it? This Not really. It's going to go I'm wrong. nervous. You're nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Someone's going to die. Uh, let's talk about Heroes and Villains of the Week. Oh, uh, okay. Um... I guess Hero has to be Charlie. He's willing to to kill himself. He is the he is the I mean, hero. Nadia gives us our yeah. hero of the week. <laughs> yeah, Nadia really, doesn't she? Nadia's hero. She of may the as well week. have looked at the screen and gone, "This is your hero of the week." <laughs> 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 this is your time, hero of the week. Which in two thousand and seven, <laughs> when that aired, would have been really weird for people. <laughs> it would have been amazing foreshadowing. Of our podcast, maybe maybe that, that that is what that scene was done for. Was maybe. for this podcast. Yeah, they knew we picked up the bait, Nadia. The weird workings of the island <laughs> coming, it's true. still working their magic today. It's true. If it wasn't Charlie, I mean, it would probably be Desmond. Yeah, I mean, because he he is willing to kill himself. He does go like. I'll do this. Nah, he's saying it. He's and I feel like that's it. kind of what he was building to the whole time. Do you think? Yeah. You get that hint with Des where he's just like, he wants it all, because I, I think he wants the yellow flashing light to all be working and stuff. He doesn't want to mess up any of the future there. Mm. But then the fact that he's just like, oh, you know, he waits until the last minute to be like, I'm going to do it. And he's so calm about it. He's obviously been thinking about it for ages. I guess you're right, because he wouldn't have gone with him otherwise. Yeah. Fair enough. So I think he knows. Villain of the week? Oh, villain. He's bending it. Yeah, I mean... Kill them all. Kill them if they're stupid enough to get in your way. Oh, I guess you're the villain of the week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy, actually. Ben and Charlie are the uh, villain and the hero of the week. Yeah. Good episode. Yeah, it's a solid episode. I I always enjoy watching that one. It tears apart. It's brisk. Yeah, it is. All, All the recent ones have been very quick. Gone very quick. This season has gone from like really bad to very good. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I mean, the first half, I can see why people would turn off the show like with that first half because it is a drag. But this second half, like the last couple of episodes have made it nearly worthwhile. Nearly worthwhile. Hopefully the season three finale will make it worthwhile. Oh, who knows? Who knows whether the season finale will be any good? Well... The exciting thing is, good person listening, we are going to watch the season three finale now. Um, that's exciting. We're not when we can't do the season three finale live. Yeah. So there was a, a, a lovely listener wrote something very good, and they they mentioned something that was on my mind. I would love to kind of get together with all of you and and talk about Lost, but. I think a lot of people want to hear your views and it would get lost, excuse the word, it would get caught up in the whole theatrics of a live episode. So we had a little think, didn't we? Yeah, we did. What, what, do you, what, did you, what was the conclusion we came to? We're going to do a post-season three meet-up. Yeah. 
Because we should probably say, we're going to have a little break. We're going to have a break after the season finale. We want to make season four as good as we possibly can for you. And I think me and Jack, we have had changing circumstances of late. And save there being the odd week where we can't do because of logistics... We don't. We want to avoid that, don't we? We do. We don't want you to wake up on a Tuesday or or whatever wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, and be sad. Go to SoundCloud or how you listen to it. Anyway, it's not there. We don't want that. There's then we we we're, we're saying you know ourselves up for disappointment. So we're going to have a break. But before we come back for season four, we are going to have a meet up with all you people who are in London who want to come and say hello. If you want to come from outside London to visit us, I mean. You're more than welcome. You are more than welcome, but like we can't promise we're great company. But yeah. We'll post a date on Twitter, so keep an eye on there. Yeah. Because we don't have one in mind yet. But also, we do have a lot of between-seasons content coming as well. Yeah, we do. Interviews. Mm -hmm. We've got two, don't we? We do. So they'll come. We'll do our wrap episode. Which will have uh, our respective rankings of the episodes characters and we'll do a Q&A as well yeah as a separate that was episode fun. yeah we'll do that and potentially we'll get Jacob playing the lost board game with me yeah that'll be good so there's a lot of stuff unfortunately we, yeah we are going to wait to watch season four which I imagine after the hype of this finale may be unbearable who knows mm. I had to wait nine months so we're not waiting nine months. We're not waiting nine months, but just remember that when you watch this finale. Oh, God. You didn't love the season two finale, so I'm intrigued to see what you think of the season three one. I did quite like it. You didn't love the final scene. I didn't love the final scene. Yeah, but that was like the little teaser at the end. That like. Well, I hope you like the final scene in this one. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I'm not going to promise it's anything big or spectacular, but, you know, I hope you like it. I have no idea what's going to happen. Well... We are going to watch it in three, two, one. Press play. Ah! Ah! Ah!